Welcome back to the Fear and Beer Podcast, where we discuss all things Halloween Horror Nights, horror movies, and just a little bit of beer. I'm Nick. And I'm Seamus. Like scary movies. Uh Uh-huh. Here's Johnny. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. You miss me. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. Why? Before we get into tonight's episode, we want to remind all of those listening on Apple Podcasts to drop us a five-star review. It helps us grow as a podcast and build our audience. If you're listening on Spotify or any other platform, follow us, and don't forget to share with friends and family who might have a little bit of the strange in them as well. And while you're on those socials, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, be sure to find us, Fear and Beer Pod. Give us a like, share, and you can always message us. We'd love to interact with all you guys. So as I hit record... It dawned on me that this episode will be releasing on Friday the 13th. Oh, you're right. So, so we should have done a top teen <laughs> list and not top 10. Uh, well, we did do our top, our, our, our uh, favorite Friday the 13th movies last year, right? Or was it the year oh, before? Oh, God, it might have been two years ago at this was point. Was it two years ago? I, really? I honestly think it might have been two years ago. I This year went by so fast. And was so messed up to begin with. I mean, it wasn't as bad as the COVID year, but I mean, still pretty crazy how fast it went. So, yeah, you might be right. Maybe it was leading up to the year prior. That's yeah, we crazy. Just, I mean, because I feel like we've Holy gotten crap. so much. We, we I feel like we haven't really gone back to our, you know, like horror movie episodes because um, we've we've had a lot to cover and, and we've we've had more to talk about in in regards to to Halloween horror nights. Um, and we haven't had to really dip into the well of just horror movies, but I, I think that was one of our towards the beginning stuff when we're still figuring figuring everything out. But we'll we'll, we'll get back to that horror movie stuff at some point. I'm uh, sure we'll do that eventually. I mean, we don't want to yeah. do another Friday the Thirteenth ranking video, but we probably could figure no. something out to do like no. Jason related. But yeah, it's a good point. Tomorrow is Friday the Thirteenth, so all y'all need to stay away from Crystal Lake. That's for sure. Yeah. Hopefully tonight you're. Uh, you're you're leaving out all your milk and cookies for Jason Voorhees. Your your camp counselor outfits, your whistles, all that stuff. I'll share my uh, Kane Hodder signed picture tomorrow on the on the uh, Instagram. Yeah, there we go. So we figured let's take one last stroll down memory lane. Twenty twenty two is no more. Correct? Yeah, we're going to. It's no more. It's now twenty twenty three. Wow. So we're going to take a little trip down memory lane, and we're going to go over the top ten moments of this year's HHN moments, top 10, 2022 HHN moments. Now that this, this is, this ranges for across the board of things. This is not just like our houses and scare zones. This is just moments. It could have been moments in the speculation season. It could have been, you know, some random rumor that never came true that hyped us up. It could have been a speculation map. It could have been a moment during a house. It could have been a moment during a scare. It could have been just an interaction we had with somebody. You know, the, the list goes on and on. It's just yeah, overall. And this isn't a comprehensive moments. list either. There's so many things that I'm sure you could throw on here. Oh, but yeah. Since we don't want to talk for four hours. Um, yeah. We you know, limit it to 10 for most things. Yeah. So. Yeah. So we, we, we kind of narrowed it down a little bit to, to moments that if for us, for me, for Seamus, um, these were just big moments for, for the podcast and as individuals for the year. So this is, it's just a fun, fun little stroll down memory lane before we really kick into high gear for uh, this next upcoming season, which is crazy to think that because, you know, looking back at some of these moments um, and obviously we're going to touch on uh, speculation maps and, and that season because that's just such a fun season, too. But that starts in like March. So we're really like mm-hmm. two months away before stuff really gets rolling. I know like right now it seems like crazy to even talk about speculation and, you know, it's mostly just rumors or, or, or things that, you know, we, we did our way too early predictions where we just kind of like, well, you know, this is, you know, this has happened in the past or, you know, we're just throwing, throwing stuff out there for fun. But like, it's tough to say concrete speculation, but like reputable speculation really begins in that springtime that march area so i mean we're we're right around the corner of of talking about that stuff again so i guess before we get started into our top 10 list let's get into uh let's get into beers because i got i got one that's probably gonna kick my ass no no pun 
and uh, no pun yeah. intended. I mean, I'm I'm not drinking anything special, so we'll just go with what you're drinking. And <laughs> so I got Killer Kangaroo uh, from Lupulin Brewing Company. They're out of Minnesota. Yeah, Big Lake, Minnesota. It's an 11 percent ABV triple IPA. Oh, so Thursday night too. Yeah, yeah. Thankfully, I don't have to work until six tomorrow. So no, no, no early morning work. Working. For no, you. no, 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 no. <laughs> So I'll probably hop on and play some video games after this. But uh, I mean, let's see what we got. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm expecting, you know, with a triple IPA at that ABV level, I'm expecting like that boozy taste, you know, maybe some malt. Um, I don't think it's like a hazy, so I'm not ex- expecting any like citra hops or anything like that. But I'm, I'm expecting well, that boozy, boozy. Yeah, for a triple, flavor. it's going to knock in your ass. It's just going to be straight booze. Normally, triples, love- I mean, I've had a couple triples in the past where like, it's surprisingly smooth and you don't really get a lot of that boozy taste, but then most of the triples I've had, it's just straight like rubbing which, alcohol, which is just scary hops. Those triple IPAs that sneak up on you are scary. Oh yeah. Because I mean, if you're not careful, that's the stuff talking, to stay away from. You're talking anywhere from nine to 12 and a half percent just yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah. Well, I'd love to say I could give you the true smell of it, but right now, like my right side of my nostril is super congested, <laughs> and I already, yeah. I already so flushed it once with saline solution. So I, did, well, I just, I got nothing. I got well, nothing. I mean, the so I mean, if if, you, if y'all didn't notice, we obviously are another week late because Seamus <laughs> went and got himself the flu last week, so he couldn't <laughs> record without sounding like uh, he was talking in a paper bag. So clearly, tonight it's Nick's turn to yeah, be sick, yeah. but at least his voice sounds normal. Yeah, it's not it's not terrible. I honestly don't know. I don't think I'm sick. I think it's just that cold front. I mean, granted, you're the, the only one of the two of us that got COVID. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, who knows? Maybe I'm just so strong and I have COVID again, and my body's like, <laughs> Maybe. "Fuck you, COVID! You're Maybe. two years too late, bitch." Um, but well, yeah, I think it's pickled. just yeah, right. The, I think the seasons are not the seasons really, but I'm the, sure the seasons. It's been cold. The temperatures I mean, have just been so weird. I mean, this winter has been pretty cold. I mean, obviously everywhere, but for Florida, you guys got to understand that like for us, it's been really cold the last, yeah. you know, few weeks. So poor, it's poor us. It's in the sixties. Hey, I'm just saying it was, <laughs> it, it was different. sub it 30 different. on Christmas morning. So, yep. I mean, it's yep. been crazy cold for us, but yeah, mm-hmm. the last week it's been like in the 60s and we but should have cold. another cold front coming through tomorrow which i no, i, I with fear and beer and weather now but you know whatever. so much fun <laughs> so let's uh, i'm gonna dive into this uh and i'm just drinking whatever. bud light if anybody was this wondering one. so nothing special <laughs> oh oh god yeah that one's boozy it's not even it doesn't even try and hide it it's just like ooh. i think it's i think i can smell out of my nostrils now Oh, it's gonna. You're gonna get hit with a ton of. Oh um, God, straight booze. Um, you know, I like. I I can do boozy and stuff like, but this one, honestly, it's like a little. T- it's for me too much. I wouldn't. No, I'm gonna suck wrong. up and drink it, but it's not my favorite. You're this not wrong. Is not. It takes. It takes a specific type of person to really enjoy those types of. Mm-hmm. Um, triple like, triple IPAs that are yeah triples and triple IPA stuff like that. Like we've had a couple in the past that I do enjoy. This is just too much for me yeah. this if is i had just... to pick between the between that and like an imperial i uh, an imperial uh stout something that's like heavy like that too i'd almost rather that the ipa because the stout to me is even boozier if that makes any sense and it's weird because yeah. i don't hate like I, I like i like a decent whiskey which is kind of what us what an imperial stout gives me because a lot of mm-hmm. times they're barrel aged to begin with yeah but I would rather if it's beer, I'd rather, I'd rather do the triple IPA. But yeah, there are a few that like they'll punch you in the gut if you're not careful. But then there's other ones that are amazing, like super yeah. smooth. You don't really get the boozy aftertaste and, you know, it will knock you on your ass if you have two or three of them. But, yeah. you know, at least it's enjoyable while it's knocking you on your ass. It's crazy, too, because it's not even like the boozy is up front, whereas I feel like normally that's the after burners of a lot of these triples. But this is just like booze. And then like, yeah, kind of tapers off like a little bit, but yeah, not a lot. And it's I mean, I've never had I'm all, I don't want to say I've never had Lupulin. I'm sure I've had something from them, but I think they're the ones that do. Uh, I forget the name of it, but I don't, I don't know. I've, I've had a couple of their things. I think it sounds familiar, but I've probably never had they do one. Them. It's called like hooey, 
which is like the New England IPA. They have Blissful mm-hmm. Ignorance. Oh, Fashion Mullet. We've had Fashion Mullet oh, before. Oh, yeah. That maybe that's what I'm thinking of then. Um, CPB. They do the CPB, which is the, like the chocolate peanut butter yep. porter yep. kind of thing. Um, so they got a lot of good stuff. This one, not for me necessarily. Um yeah, the CPB is the big one that we we do. I actually have a bunch of those in the in the fridge as well. So that's a little bit different than this one, that's for sure. <laughs> so, but good brewery all overall. This one, I mean, if you're into triple IPAs, I'm sure it's up your alley. But for me, eh, maybe not so much. Mm. As I keep sipping it, but who knows? All right, so let's kick this thing off. Um. Why don't I start? I'll start with 10 because I'm looking at how we have the list and it kind of matches up pretty yeah, good whatever. with like some stuff that I put on there is kind of on these these evens and you have kind of stuff that's on the odds. Um, so it'll be fun to kind of to t- talk about these things again. So again, these are our top 10 2022 HHN moments for fear and beer um, or just as individual stuff that we we really enjoyed. And then number 10, we're going to lead it off. This was just so much fun. That, like, I remember the anticipation for this week, uh, just on our end and like scrambling to get all this stuff done it was just a mad dash to the finish. But I honestly had so much fun, like uh, commenting and stuff like that. But this was our one week to HHN pod marathon that we decide would be a great idea to do. But now that we're like out of it and the dust has settled and it's so far in the rearview mirror, it was just. I had such a blast and it just, it felt good that we had people reaching out being like, thank you. Thank you for like understanding the anticipation that we have and being able to put a new episode out every single day and and making the week go by a lot faster for, for fans that know of us. Um, And honestly, I think that like expanded our reach a little bit too. I think people found out about us because of that. I think us constantly being on like on the feed and having a new episode, you know, obviously it's overwhelming. Obviously, if you don't have like an hour or an hour and a half to listen to a new episode every day, it, it builds up. But I, I had so much fun doing so many different styles of episodes in one week and, and being able to kind of fulfill that need for the HHN people that we're, we're, work, we're looking for it because I know. I'm the person that like when I'm excited for something, it's it's on my mind constantly. It's ha- it happens when like, you know, like when Avengers Endgame came out, it was I was counting down the days for a year. But when it was like that last week, that last two weeks, it was like, all right, I got to watch a movie every single day. I got to watch. I got to prepare. I got to read this comic. I got to get, you know, get ready. Same thing with like HHN. Like once it gets down to like that last week, I'm scrambling for content to absorb just as much as everybody else is, I'm sure. So I'm reading forums. I'm listening to old post old podcast episodes that like have no relevance to the year. I, I'm just trying to put stuff into my brain. So, you know, looking back, I just, that was so fun. Like these are episodes I get to like, even as you know, someone that's recording them, I can go back and listen to them and just like be happy. Like it just makes me happy knowing that we did all those, you know, when we talked about, Halloween with my buddy Diaz and when we did our fantasy football draft with like Jimmy and Jamie and Sam and we had all our top 10 lists and it's just I, I had such a blast with that yeah it was a lot of work leading up to it um, I'm sure that we felt a little different while we were doing it <laughs> but yeah I mean I think it's it was it was interesting to see how how well it turned out as far as like coming up with ideas. Cause I, at first I was a little like, mm, this is going to be tough to kind of fill that many <laughs> yeah. nights with different things that not, and I yeah. don't, and I, part of that's, you know, obviously me joking, but part of it's also like, you know, I don't want it to sound repetitive and then have people be yeah. like, you guys talk about the same thing over and over again. Um, and, and granted, I mean, we do kind of reuse some ideas year to year, but I think it's because they work and they're popular. Like the draft mm-hmm. thing, I think is a great idea because, you know, you and I are both fans of fantasy sports. We like the whole fantasy draft thing, that that whole that whole theme. Yeah. So be, to be able to take that and turn it into horror related or horror nights related, I think really works. And you know, so that you know, that's obviously an idea we've reused. But to also come up with multiple ideas that you know things that we haven't done before in the past and manage to pull a whole week out of it, you know, is 
is pretty wild. Um, so yeah, we do look, I look on, look back on it fondly. Um, not looking forward to doing it again, but I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> I'm we've sure set we a will. precedent now and we have to kind of do it. So we'll, yeah. uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just happy to bring, um, bring stuff to the attention of all of the fans and the fan base and, and HHN goers, because, you know, like you said, leading up to it can be kind of, crazy anticipatory and you know you just can't wait you just can't get here soon enough so having something to kind of tide that over until it actually gives us you know the time to go and enjoy the event it you know it, it's something good to look back on so yeah i yeah. agree i remember when i first like came up i was like ham what if we did an episode for every day for the last week and you're like can we i was like yeah. i don't know is it possible? <laughs> like, we'll figure it out i guess uh but it is good though because like i mean even going forward like i don't think it'll get stale because you know if we decide to do it again this year the layout can be the same but it'll be all a whole different conversation because you know it's all new properties and new houses and so like you know doing a a house hype ranking is going to happen every year regardless. And it's going to be different because it's going to be different houses. Same thing with scare zones shows, you know, the, the food and stuff like that. And it's, I think we set up a good True. formula. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I think it can it's, be replicated to, to an extent, you know, I yeah, mean, who knows if nice. we'll get it I mean, done, it, but it won't, it won't get super repetitive because everybody wants to, you know, they want to listen to it. They want to talk about it. So I think it'll, it'll, it'll lend its lend, lend itself to being, you know, an annual type thing. Mm-hmm. So until one, we get two, tired of doing this. Yeah, right. Ah, never. Um, want to jump into number nine then? So, yeah. Um, I think we all kind of saw this coming a little bit, but when they announced Chucky as a house for this year coming up yeah. last year before the event had it even ended. Yeah. I think on the last day. Was it the last day? Yeah. It was, it was on, day. it was on Halloween day. Okay. So they announced it. Uh, I know we were talking about it the day before because I don't I wasn't yes. there on Halloween day, but we were talking about it. So we did kind of call it a little bit. Now, again, yeah. I think a lot of unofficial were calling it, but, you know, we're going to take a win when we take a win. So, I mean, there we go. Yeah. But yeah, we were definitely we were, in, we were in line for a couple things talking about how it's probably going to be a property. They've been talking about doing a Chucky thing probably forever. They've had Chucky at the event two straight years. Um so it makes sense that they would eventually take the property and make a house out of it. Um, so yeah, that I mean that that you know pretty simple, but it's pretty memorable in the fact that I don't think they've ever released a house for the subsequent year during the event, even at the end yeah. of it. I don't think it's ever happened before. Um, so that's something new. Uh, Universal better be careful though, because they're going to set a precedent for themselves where yeah. they're going to have to announce something as soon as the event I is know, pretty yeah. much over now, because everyone's going to expect it. Um, T- talking about do- us doing our week long podcast leading up to HHN. Now you're you're on the hot seat as well. If we're going to do seven days every single year, then you're going to have to announce something on on the the last right. night of Hard Nights that, every year. I mean, I, who? I mean, I'm not saying that they have to. Like that. Don't don't take that as like Seamus saying, oh, they have to release something <laughs> out at the end of the event every year for the for the previous uh, subsequent event. No, that's not what I'm saying. But I'm just saying that there's going to be a lot of people out there that will think that they'll go. They are th- oh, yes. you gave us Chucky. Why, why can't you give us something else this early? I mean, come on now, yeah. guys. You, you, know, you know you already know what you're going to do. But I think it's because they had to get it out before anybody else did. And I have a feeling that this is something that would have leaked anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, because Chucky is a, is a universal property, right? Like That's something that they own. Um I can't imagine that they've been talking about it and doing it. That they just figured, you know what, cat's going to be out of the bag sooner than later. So let's just release it now, and then we'll, you know, surprise everybody. But don't be surprised yeah. if it turns out to be like a Chucky versus Megan house. Too. Oh God, have you I'm seen, sure. Have you seen there's... that the commercials for that movie? Uh, yes, and I hate it so it's much. So I don't stupid. even want to see it. I, I I saw the little like Megan doll dancing and I just got so frustrated. I was like, this has to be a joke, right? This isn't real. But then like, it, no, oh, it's no, real. It's, it's a real it's movie. And I'm like, are you very kidding? real? Like, nope, it's, are they even it's trying real. to be original anymore? Uh, yeah. Hey, let's, it's make just, a, let's make a Chucky movie, but to Chucky doll is a girl. Yeah. It's just, okay. It's a little ridiculous. It um, is pretty insane. And plus, I'm, I mean, uh, I'm not gonna lie. The animation looks stupid. <laughs> it looks yeah. Awesome. It looks, I, I have I have. Be, I, would, I was going to, but it looks it, to me it looks bad. 
Yeah, I was going to say I have little to no desire to see that movie, but no, it's not a little. It is just no. I, I And I see a lot of movies. Like, I, I'll go see, like, just bad movies. That one I have zero interest in seeing. Yeah, no, I'm I, good. But I think that's a universal one, too, so... Yeah, just saying. Be careful. Just or look Blumhouse, out. It might be a Blumhouse movie. Is it a Blumhouse? I thought it was Universal, but it could be. Uh, yeah. I, 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 who I knows? I, I mean, um, I, haven't, I haven't put that much effort into researching that movie, other than what I've seen on YouTube. So, yeah. Let me let me check real quick. Um, Megan is produced. Yeah, it's Blumhouse Productions. Of course it is. So come yeah, on, why Blumhouse. Not? Why not? They could. You guys they, have so many like hits that you don't need to like. Well, make that's the thing is they stupid copies of other movies cost them twelve million dollars to make, so it probably already made double back, you know, at this point. Well, so right? They, I mean, that's the that's the thing is like with a with a with a production company like Blumhouse, they're gonna make back their money on pretty much everything they make because it's all low budget. So yeah, like even if it's a trashy, stupid movie that is carping off of other properties, it's still gonna make its money back because everyone's gonna go see it because they're all horror fans or they're Blumhouse fans, or even if it quote unquote bombs, it's still gonna make back what they put into it, probably. So yeah, and for like the whole announcement of Chucky too, I, I it's not the it's not child's play that excites me. It isn't. Um yeah. or Chucky. It's just that moment when I was sitting in Stay and Scream and you know, I everyone kind of looks at their phone, you get that Twitter notification, you're like and everybody's wait, looking at each other. What? Yeah. You're like, there's a. They announced a house for next year's. Like, I'm in stay and scream right now. Like, this year's not even over. That's so. Like, it was just such a different, yeah, thing to do, and it just it really caught everyone off guard because you didn't really, from from my memory, I don't remember people talking about a possible announcement coming out. It just kind of came out, so that was cool. It kind of just happened. Um. I don't know if we've really talked about it much since the announcement, but do you have any feelings one way or the other towards it? Um, I haven't. So I know this one's going to be based off the show, which I haven't seen yet. So I think, I think maybe down the line, maybe in a couple months or something, we'll have to sit down and watch the series and, and yeah, talk see, about that's it. What, I mean, so it's a sci-fi channel show, right? It's the sci-fi one. Correct. Yeah. Um, I have a hard time with, tv like cable tv specifically based stuff um just because i don't think it goes i don't think it can go hard enough to be like taken as serious and i don't i'm trying to make it sound like i don't want to sound like super pretentious but like with a movie like chucky like it has to almost be a movie or at least like a hbo or a netflix property where they can go a little bit harder where it's if it's cable tv it's gonna be you know a softer horror property it's not yep. going to really live up to the same i don't think it, i've never again i've never seen it i mean like you said we probably should should sit down together and watch it or something but, yeah i've heard you know, i've heard nothing but good things but you, you are right like with a <laughs> such a ridiculous concept of child's play like it needs to be ridiculous back like it can't it can't i can't really take it as like a serious like no and, and i don't, Chucky doll yeah, thing. And I don't like, think you ever will but i i just worry that this will be another it's it's going to be another situation where the show just doesn't live up to the movie. Um, yeah. And obviously this house is going to be based on the show, not the movie. Cause I think the properties are a little different. Um, is it the same Chucky doll from the, from the, from the re-release movie? Like, not the re-release, but the new movie that came out. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think that's again, another separate thing. It's so like, different, right? There's, I think there's child's play, the original child's play, the remake, and then child's play this, this TV show or, or yeah. Chucky. I think it's just called Chucky, but I'll have to sit down and watch it, but I don't yeah. know if I have sci I have to see if I, if I can get it somehow. I don't know it's, what it's on. It's gotta be on some sort of, of streaming service. I'd, I'd I'm sure imagine. it is. I'm sure it is. I think I want to say like Peacock, maybe. Yeah, it um, could be. Yeah, it's on Peacock. Hmm. Okay, well, we'll have to sit down and watch it then, because I, I, yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to, I don't want to make any rash opinions <laughs> until yeah. I experienced it, because um, I could be completely wrong, and and I'm sure there's fans out there that are screaming at me, going, "You're so <laughs> wrong! It's amazing! How can you even yeah. say that?" And I'm like, "Hey, look, I'll give it a chance. I give everything yeah. a chance. Uh, yeah. I'm just." I'm not, I just, the announcement, I'm not sure it was, I don't think it warranted announcing as early as they did. 
I guess is my mm, point. No, I don't know but, if it's I don't know if it's a property that warranted. Hey, we're gonna have this next year. Buy your, you know, be sure to be here for it. You know, yeah. if they had announced something like Halloween three or, yeah, or like con- like Conjuring is big, Conjuring yeah. like like a like a big property that's like got international attention on it. Yeah, um, I feel like would have warranted it announcing that that early. Yeah. I just don't know if Chucky warrants that. But again, I don't know. The show could be amazing, and I'm just talking out my ass right now. So behind, we'll yeah. It's like one of those things. Like The show might even be amazing, but I'm still like, I've never been a giant child's play Chucky guy. No, so like, I. so oh, I, I mean, even if, it's, even if it's really good, I'll definitely say it's good, but I, I'm still not going to be like, yay, Chucky, woo. Like, yeah, it's it's whatever. Like, it's for me, it's... Yeah, right now it's we'll take see. it or leave it we'll for see. me. Yeah, it's it's fine. We'll see what I feel whatever. After. Um. All right, so let's get into number eight. So our number eight moment uh, was the mega crossover episode we did with. Uh, this was in August. It was like a crossover hype list with uh, Catacombs of Horror, Halloween Horror right. Nights, MJ Ten Three Six Five. Yeah, R.I.P. Tour, Cathode Coasters, Hung Up on Horror. It was just a blast. Like those are the moments that make me truly. Uh, enjoy being in this like horror nights podcast community is you know people that we we've run into a, a couple of times you know here and there but you know we all live such different crazy lives that it's it's tough to kind of like always get together at the same time or whatever and just that lead up to hhn seems to be when we can kind of create these moments because we know as individuals we're, we're creating our own stuff but when we can it, it it's it sounds like we're putting ourselves up on a pedestal but it's like those those avengers style movies it's the crossover aspect of things where it's like you know there's probably people out there if you listen to one of us you probably listen to multiple or all of us so then when it's like i'm even a fan of that you know i listened to half of these podcasts before we started our podcast so it's just cool to like you know rub shoulders and 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 just kind of get on one episode together and just have a good time. Like it's, it's, you know, we can spend hours just laughing and, and making fun of each other and, and, you know, just shooting the shit over just random stuff. And it's just so much fun. Um, so that episode was just, was an absolute blast. Um, so that was like the, the week, I think, I think it came out the week before horror nights, uh, started. So it was the, the end of August, but I just, it, it was, it was a blast. I, I really enjoyed that one. Um, but yeah, I mean, at some point I'm sure we'll, we'll team back up and we'll do some other kind of episode with those people. We've, we've done stuff in the past with three, six, five. We did a creature on icon episode, like way, way back in the day. Uh, we hopped onto RIP tours episode, um, for like a little round table discussion. So that was just, that was super, super fun. And I, I, I really enjoyed it. Yes, agreed with everything you said. Yeah. Um, so that was fun. Want to jump up into your number seven? Yeah. So number seven in our list is um, special. I mean, I, I think that we both can agree that um, being that we got our first event in a non-COVID regulated uh, society and, and, uh, um, event. I think that was a big deal for everybody. Um, getting to actually get back into the fog, get into a, you know, get into some of those houses without having to worry about, you know, getting scared through plexiglass. Yeah. Uh, I think was a big deal. Um, I don't know if anybody would disagree with us when we say that a house during the COVID event versus a house, normally um that there's any that there's any you know comparison i think that you know it was just nice to finally get you know get to a horror nights again where we didn't have to worry about you know making sure that everyone else was masked up behind protective barriers so people weren't getting each other sick i think it was nice just to to be back at a normal event to be feel like it's a normal horror nights um and we totally got that with this event because obviously it was um and I don't think you noticed until you actually got there. Like once you got there opening night and you went through a house for the first time, 
you were like, oh, this is what it's supposed to be. This is what's nice. You know, you didn't see everything coming from a mile away. Um, you know, the scare actors could get could go back to doing what they were, you know, supposed to do, which is getting right up in your face and scaring the crap out of you. Whereas mm-hmm. before it was like, you know, this is amazing. It's great to look at all the hard work that they put in and the artwork, but it, there's just something missing when you see all the scare actors from behind a reflective, uh, you know, clear plastic. Yeah, it's and you can it, it kind of gave it away, which is fine. I get it. But being able to come back around this year to like full fledged HHN, you know, scare zones are not just like stanchions barricaded off. Houses are not, you know, you know, given away the, the magic by putting up the plexiglass. Like it was just nice to be back at a normal year this year. So, yeah, so we, we can't can't not have that on our list. Um, number six, Spooky Empire. This was back in June. We we set up a table at Spooky Empire for the weekend. We had all kinds of stuff and a lot of you know friends and family helped us out. But man, it was just cool, like you know meeting meeting new people, putting names to faces of people that listened to us already. You know, you know, handing some shirts out, doing prizes. Like those were long days. And again, this is kind of like that, like the the podcast marathon that we had at number ten, where it's just like in the moment, it was a lot of work. And for me and you both, these were our days off from normal work so it was just it was a long long week or two weeks however long the work week was created because of that no, and it shows how much like you know although it was work it's not really work does that make any yeah. sense like yeah. it's just that you know those are the type of things that i've always kind of lived to do it, it reminded me a lot of when i used to coach high school robotics like i did all of that on my off time i didn't you know i didn't get paid for it i didn't do you know, I got nothing, you know, really as far as like financially beneficial out of it, but it was simply because I enjoyed it so much and working with the students and coaching and, you know, competing. So to me, it was kind of like that where obviously it was, I wasn't competing, but being just amongst the community that we like so much and we were going to be at Spooky anyways that weekend, whether yeah. we were, oh, yeah. you know, at a table or we were just visiting as a, as a guest, um, just because we love that community so much and it's great to meet new people. It was great to talk to some people that already listened to us some fans that we already had to make new fans. Um, saw some of our friends in the podcasting community and in the HGN community. Uh, and we even got to talk to a few celebrities too. So yeah, uh, I'm totally without doubt unequivocally super happy we did it. And I, I would love to do it again. Obviously we're going to have to talk about it and see how we can make it work. But yeah. um I would love to do another table just to kind of talk to people and hopefully gain more fans and gain some more listeners and, you know, just to, just to shoot the shit when it comes to horror and horror nights. And that's really what it's down to. I mean, honestly, people, for most people, you know, they go there to like, you know, sell their craft, their crafts or their other goods, the things that they made in their off time from their regular jobs. Um, we have nothing to sell really. And we obviously <laughs> no, had some things sell to ourselves. Sell. But we were really just there to sell ourselves and explain what we did, our podcast, um, and you know, and help and, and help friends too. Like obviously, friends that need you know wanted to get their crafts and their stuff you know out there in the world. And it, I think it's just it's it's a great community building type event, and it's totally worth going to if you even if you don't you know have a reason to have a have a booth there. It's definitely worth to check out, especially if you live in the Central Florida area because it's. It's just it's a fun, close, tight, tight knit uh, convention. It's not one of those big open conventions that there's a million people there on one day. Like it's a lot of people. It's busy. It's like you said, it's work. But at the same time, it's small. It's small enough where you feel like you can kind of get to know everybody on a personal level. Um, It's a doable convention. Yeah. And I mean, and they definitely have some great guests come in, too. So if you're if you're one of those likes to go to conventions to meet guests and stuff, it's one to check out. I mean, they have yeah, and they've Harris already like year. <laughs> yeah, and I forget the dates for the next one, but they've already announced like the cast of Night of the Living Dead, um, the girl that played uh, Samara in the Ring. Um, yeah, it's just gonna be fun. And plus, at the Spooky Empire that cracked into our number six spot, we got to, or I, I got to ask Mike Aiello when they're gonna add <laughs> Cecil yeah, the Witch. You did, you did, <laughs> and, and everybody in the room lost their minds. Yes, so that was definitely a uh, a shining moment for me for sure. Um, 
yeah, that was just looking, looking back on stuff. It was just such a fun, fun time. And even now, like when we go to other conventions or we've gone to spooky since that one we were at, there's other, there's vendors from that time that remember us and it's like, Hey, how's it going? Oh, you didn't get a booth this time. Blah, blah, blah. So it's, it's cool that there's like just another community within that community. It's, it's not the horror community. It's the horror vendor community. And it just kind of like snowballs and yeah, snowballs, I mean, but just it's like so tight knit. For most, I, I think for most of the people that that set up shop at these types of conventions, um, much like our friend Ryan from DOA, or um, you know some other people that we've met through, Cream, through cremated event, plastics like, who hooked us up with the, plastics, the yep. new uh, our little tribute store. Yep, I mean, I, I think what's what's great about it, and like I said, like I said, was that a lot of these, um, a lot of these vendors, you know, th- this is not their first job. This is their first love. But it's not their first job. They have a lot of other things that, they, that are going on in their lives. So to take time out of their out of their busy lives to put this stuff together and build this stuff, create this stuff um, for us, the community, for us, the horror uh, fans, um, and do this on their off time, I think is, a, is, is, is huge because it shows how much they love it and how much they love to share their love of it with everyone else that shows up and buys, you know, spends their hard-earned money on them. Um, and the wares that they've created or made or painted or constructed or, or sculpted. Um, yeah. I mean, you and I both can attest to dropping two, three, four hundred $400 on stuff <laughs> too much, <laughs> too much, too much money, but you know what? It's worth it in the end because, you know, we both have our shrines to horror now. Like I'm still yeah. working on mine. Mine's not completely done, but I'm running out of space already because I it, have, it'll, uh, it'll do some damage on the old walls and the oh, old for wallets sure, for sure. For sure. But to, to be able to sit down and have, you know, not sit down, but a bit, to, to be able to like buy a poster and bullshit with Kane Hodder and have him like not believe that your name is Seamus. Um, <laughs> and tell Danielle Harris, uh, that my name is Seamus and ask her how she thinks it should be spelled. Uh, and then not only that, after I've, that whole ordeal happened, go over and, um, talk with um i'm already forgetting is De- dennis o'hare from yep. american horror story and have him tell you oh yeah my uh my, my one of my um middle names is seamus and i'm like no way so it's 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 crazy how like these stories um can just happen or occur naturally when you're at one of these events you know talking to people yep. that you never thought you'd ever talk to like I, you know you know I, and i told dennis that i'm like it, you're one of my favorite current like working actors and i'm super pumped that you're going to be in the next you know american horror story whenever that decides to drop so it's cool it, it really is a cool event and it's worth going to um, whether it's the summer one or the december one whatever one you decide you can go to or will go to um they're both worth it mm-hmm. yep uh so number five you want to yeah go so um so i think a big deal for you specifically and then us as a podcast <laughs> is um, obviously if you follow us on social media, or if you follow our YouTube channel, or if you follow basically anything that we put out, um, you know, that Nick is very talented with the camera, both video and still. Um, and he took a ton of really awesome professional grade, like horror nights pictures. So if you see some crazy dude with a backwards hat on running around the park during horror nights, taking pictures probably of like maybe. random, random scare actors and random scare zones, um, it's probably Nick. So say hi. Um, yep. I'm usually with him, not always, but you know, if I'm there, you can be like, Hey, the less talented half, how you doing too? <laughs> um, but no, needs to hold way, it down. All, all joking aside. Um, one of the ones that he took actually was reposted by the horror nights, Twitter page. Um, and not like, you know, the horror nights fan page or this, that other thing. It was the actual horror nights Orlando. Um, they took, they shared the photo, um, and you know, obviously tagged the podcast in it. So that's a big, big deal. Um, mm-hmm. It shows that I think we're finally getting a little bit of recognition for the work put into this. Um, obviously, it's it's a little different because it's not specifically podcast related, but it shows that you know the things that we're doing, going to the you know to the to the event two or three nights a week during during September and October, um, really kind of pushing our love for it um, in in a manner of ways. Whether we're recording our voices of you know, on a microphone or you're taking pictures of the amazing scare actors uh, and giving them some recognition. Cause I feel like the scare actors don't get nearly enough recognition as they should. Uh, yeah. So not on an, not on an individual basis. I think like as yeah. holes we're like, Oh, scares, you know, sweets was really cool. But then when you get down to it and you're like, well, why was right. it cool? Right. Who made it? Which care? And then you get to have that conversation of like, Oh, right. okay. Yes. These and ones I think are it's, really cool. 
I think it's a big deal for them too to find to 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 see people really enjoying them as individuals and as individual characters rather than like you said just like as a as a, as a whole. Um, mm-hmm. I know that we've had a couple of people reach out to us directly looking for pictures from you. Like, you know, hey, do you have any more of me doing, you yeah. know, doing this character or whatever? And, you know, that's 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 awesome because they're recognizing that, you know, a, you know, we're we're there for them in a lot of ways. Um, and we really do enjoy what they do for us. Um, so we, you know, the least we can do is like, you know, take some awesome pictures of you and share them on the Internet. Yeah, that's just it was so when I like they commented on the pictures or one of the pictures and we're like, can we use this? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And then I was just waiting. I was like, Hey, are they going to post this thing or what was this? Or are they just not going to get around to it or what? And then one day it just opened up. I was like, Oh, that's cool. I took that. You know, it's not even really need the tag. It was just cool to be like, wow, I, I, something I did or, you know, something I did was good enough to put out through our platform that we're, we're good enough that it got to an, through enough people somebody saw this and that was just like a cool like pat on the back style moment where it's like wow we're whatever we're doing we're doing we're doing yeah, okay whatever right you're now. doing we're, we're figuring it out and i think yeah, that so, um no uh, what was i gonna say i was gonna say something that i lost and i train of thought uh that's okay continue I, i'll it'll come back to me if i'm sure no i was just saying i just i was trying to look up the I forget when it was posted, but I oh October twenty fifth. So it was yeah. cool. It was like right in the heat of like the moment, right right in the heat of the the last week. Um, yeah, you know, I, I take pride in obviously videography and and photography and stuff like that too. Again, another little side adventure, but it's it's something that I, I get to do. And I actually where I got to drop something soon too because I still have a lot of footage that I haven't used and put out. So we'll be on the lookout for that. I might be putting together a little like HHN final video for this year because I still have a, a stockpile of footage. I, I think all of the footage I used from the final night, I haven't even touched yet. So I gotta, I gotta really dive into that and start playing around. Cause that'll be mm. fun to fun to play with. So let's get into our top. Oh, that we're, was our number five. Yeah. We're, we're number top four. Five. Now. We're on a four. So number yeah. four, Number four, this is always, you know, we, we, we hit upon it early on in this episode, but this is when stuff gets real. This is when it's just, and, and I say real with like quotation marks because it's not real, but the fact that it's happening is no, real. Speculation speeds and kicks up and it's, yes, gives us stuff to talk about. So this was March 16th when the first speculation map from Horror Night Nightmares came out and we were treated with a little house called seaside village and that just kick-started the entire speculation season and year for us that was just I, it's crazy to think that that's we saw that in march you know if you mm. if i didn't look that up and you asked me what the date was of the first speculation map i would have said like june yeah you don't think of it how soon it starts dropping but yeah it's crazy but in march march it came out and you know that's just it's just so fun when that thing comes out because the the i feel like the community as a whole you know obviously everyone in this podcast area you know i know speaking for ourselves we try to keep going with content as much as we can sometimes you know i I don't feel as bad missing a week in january if we were to miss a week in august you know like it's it's whatever right now we're we're in the off season we're talking about what we're doing if we take a week off that's fine you know we're we deserve it because once we get to the crazy season it, it really picks yeah. up but march is when it really is yeah. like okay I guess we do kind of real we do tend to forget that march rolls around we're only six months from the event so mm-hmm. it really isn't as far fetched to believe that stuff starts dropping in yeah. march and april because they're basically half a year away and they've yeah. already kind of got stuff prepared ready to go um so yeah it was it's crazy to look back on that and go, holy crap, that was right. already over a, almost a year ago. But because it does feel maybe it's because I, I just we haven't been posting as consistent, but it does feel as a whole, the HHN community kind of goes into hibernation a little bit. And a then little bit. When that speculation you, map comes out. It's just like, you yeah. know, someone hit, someone hits the alarm button. Everyone comes out of their house. You know, it's just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And, you know, we you go see from, the retweets. 
and everywhere is the only thing you see on on right. Twitter. We go, from, we go from a horror nights podcast to just a straight up horror podcast with some horror night stuff sprinkled in. But once that speculation map kind of drops for the first time, then it's right back into the whole it's like the community comes back there. around too it's just like mm-hmm. whoa open the floodgates here we go let's talk yeah. let's talk I mean, there's obviously so some things mixed inter- interspersed in between but that's kind of like all hands on deck and yeah. everybody everybody drops what they're doing and goes oh crap who, what, what, are they, what are they saying about her what are they saying about her what do we think about it um so yeah it gets kind of it's kind of hectic but it's fun it's a fun hectic because you know speculation i mean everybody likes to speculate about everything so it makes it so much fun. Yeah, I just I can't wait for that. That's just it, it's just so exciting. It's just yeah. fun to talk about. It's an annual annual thing to look forward to. So number into the two. top three. Oh, three, three, yeah, Duh, not two, three. three. So we're three. Obviously, is the first announcement when they first dropped us some actual information, some actual yep. releases. Um, I already forget which was the first release. I think it was the horror. It was the it was the monster. So, right? Universal Monsters Collide, and that was announced right. May 17th. Right. So that was our first announcement in May, um, which seems pretty true. Like, it seems seems right. It seems like yep. where they should be dropping something. Um, and finding out that it's going to entail three separate monsters was a big deal. Um, in a great like, video. A great video. Yes. Oh, yeah. Great marketing video. I mean, uh, Universal doesn't struggle when it comes to marketing their their event and marketing their houses. So it works really well. Um, and obviously all of the videos ended up working really well together. Um, but I think, you know, what's great about that announcement is, Hey, we're announcing a house. It's monsters. It's three monsters, but we're going to let you kind of think, you know, figure it out for yourselves. What we're going to do with that. Cause yeah, obviously you and I have had some heated discussions about how we feel <laughs> about versus houses and depending on, you know, what it is and how the monsters should they be their own, solo houses or should we do mashups um i think obviously we have varying opinions on that house this <laughs> event and i'll leave it at that um that <laughs> announcement that's what makes their announcements so good is that they give you that they give you enough but it's not enough you know what i mean yeah like you don't really know much about it other than the fact that it is a three monster house universal monsters how they're gonna make that work holy crap yeah. i'm excited and that yeah, was the fun part too, where we're like, what does this mean? Like, are they all attacking us? Are they attacking each other? Right. Wait, you know, it's right, like, what, what is, what going, is going, on? going on. So I like that aspect of like, you gave me a little bit, but not enough. But that's exactly what I needed. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So moving up to number two, this is always a really fun time. And I'm going to be very curious what happens this year, because there's going to be some stuff moving around, I think. But this was when the tribute store finally emerged. I think it was in May. Um, I had to check the time time frame for that because you you posted a picture of it on Instagram, so I had to go look at what date it was posted. So it was it was sometime in May when that oh, right. tribute store yeah. started to for like first emerge, and it was like was that- you could tell it was a movie theater. I was like, okay, this is just it, it's yeah, it's because you're in May and you're like, oh god, I have the whole summer, I have some of, but we're, we're pretty close. That means stuff's happening. So like, you're still what five months away, but it's it's happening right in front of you you know well, the construction yeah i mean may you're, you're only four months away it doesn't yeah. seem like it's that close but it is because obviously may june july and then august you're right into yeah. speculation season and announcing season and it starts in september the first week in yeah. september it really does kind of sneak up on you and i think it, that, that was a picture i shared with me and my youngest Harper, right? Like pointing I, at I it. I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, and it's right. You don't realize how f- how how long ago the tribute store was was kind of like starting, but I think it was yep. it was it wasn't it um Mardi Gras first though. Yeah. So well, it. I think what you had posted was it as Horror Nights because Mardi Gras had already ended. Maybe they maybe they hadn't opened it yet, but they were converting it. Yeah, so the 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 facade it wasn't open, but the facade was up. Like it wasn't even complete yet. Okay, but it started to finally emerge. Like the the we could see what was happening. It was very clearly like a movie theater. Yep. So it was just like okay, this is this is fun. But that's just that's one of those like it's such an in between. It's not the early speculation. It's when it's like one of the very first concrete physical pieces that we see because obviously we can't see the houses we're not going to see the scare zones but the tribute store is that telltale sign of like 
all right, this is moving. Like other than that, the the next stuff that you start to see is like, you know, it, for whatever reason, like a picture of a fucking speaker on the ground gets like a thousand retweets because they're like, oh my god, it's our night's sound speakers in like you know April or whatever. And it's like, yeah, that's whatever. I mean, that's a speaker. I don't really give a shit. But like, it's cool that they're starting. But like the tribute store is like that's a thing. That's you know, it's not a, it's a random tangible. stanchion. It's not right. a random you know wire that's it's hanging like across they, it, something. It's like when they they, you know, they put up the the house signs for the first time, and you have yes, the first, those yes. house whatever you call them. But it's um, almost like it's just it's one thing that's like official. Like we're like okay, we know a house is here. We know a house is here. We don't know what it is. You know, we we, we speculate. We do, but we don't know. Least, but when the station like, goes, you at least know kind of like what it is when it's there, even if it's behind like black tarp. You know, <laughs> yeah, what's there. Is that there's something for horror nights there and that that's when it starts to get like you know real like real real obviously the tribute yeah. store you know is done so early but it's still like you're like oh yes like we're getting we're, we're it's the first few things that are going up you know it, we're finally kind of getting to that point where we can really start to think and speculate and talk to our friends that work for the event and mm-hmm. kind of get an idea of what's going on yeah yep so you want to move on up to number one our number number one one spot um the one event for the entire event the entire year that i think both of us you know got actual goosebumps flutters in the stomach a little bit of um a little heart sick too i think Uh, when you first walked into dead man's that that first time you entered that house and you got that blast of cold and snow and the sound of the sea and when I say heart sick, I mean for us specifically because we're from New England, we're from that area, so like we don't get that. Even if it's artificial, we don't get that New Englandy smell and, and feeling and and and, and winter time um, type of environment uh, outside of something like that. Or if we go back in the winter time, but most of us don't do that because the weather no. shit. But because because um, that's why we live here now. Yeah, that's why I live here. Is the reason why I live here now. But. Again, you still get that homesick feeling, that little bit of like, oh man, like this is this brings me back to my childhood. Like this is this is giving me the retro vibes, giving me the feels, and that's what you got when you first walked into that house. Um, plus, I mean, it being such a a great house, um, yeah. it's a shame that it didn't win uh, House of the Year. I'm sorry, it, it's it, I, will, yeah. I will go to my grave for this event knowing that that house should have won House of the Year, but whatever. Um, you just you you get that you just get that vibe the minute you walk in you're like this is this is where I'm meant to be this is exactly what we wanted and they didn't mm-hmm. miss at all yep. on that house um, obviously there were some tricks that they wanted to pull off that they couldn't because of technical reasons but I think that even without those it was still you know amazing and you just I don't know about you but like that I just I still feel that I still get that feeling when I think about it where you walk in and you have that you know, the sailor's, you know, the sailor's wife with the, with the violin statue, like right there mm-hmm. in the middle of the, of the central area of that dock. It's just, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's a weird feeling to explain, but it's just, you know, you feel almost at home. Yeah. It was just, I mean, if, if the house didn't deliver, it wouldn't be this high, but for, for us, this is just our top 10 moments of it. That, that the amount of anticipation we've had for this house and you know those opening feel vibes when you're just like you're just you have your game plan you know what you want to hit and I, I think we I think our first one we did was Halloween and I think we slipped right into Dead Man's after that but it was just like this was exactly what I had in mind which we've been discussing for since March you know it started in March and we, we got to see it in September Side Village on the speculation yes. map we were like this is gonna be Dead Man's like it's gonna be Dead Man's yes. right. Yep. And we, we had, we built this up in our head and it didn't let us, us down personally. Now this isn't like being like dead man's overall. Like this isn't just being like, you know, you know, obviously once you go through a house a a handful of times, it loses a little bit of the magic, but that initial moment for, for me, I know. And for you as well, that, that initial moment where you walk in and it's just the cold snow, the thunder lightning, the Mm -hmm. wind, you know, the, the big, like town center facade. It was just so beautiful. It was so above and beyond what I had imagined. It had a lot of the elements I expected, but I, I didn't conceptualize the actual, you know, 
building structure of it. I didn't, I didn't think the size yeah. of it would be the way it was, you know, there's ups and downs and turns that I wouldn't have even imagined. It had a lot of small elements I thought, but everything else just blew me away. And that, I remember that first walkthrough was just like tears in my eyes. Like this is exactly yeah, what I wanted. Not, I mean, that's and not, I got it. And that's not him being facetious. Like I wasn't going to say it, but yeah, you do almost get that um, emotional misty eyed type feeling when you did it for the first time and you only get that once like there's only yeah there's only one time at an event per house where you get that feeling for those types mm-hmm. of houses where you get in yeah. you walk in you're like this this is this is this is what horror nights is to me if that makes yeah. sense um yeah and been- everyone has their different houses you know that this was just ours you know you yeah. could say that your house was you know, you say your Halloween's your favorite franchise and you missed right. all the other Halloween houses before and you were just like, this is what you needed and what you want. Same thing, right. you know, any other, any property, you know, say Stranger Things, the very first time Stranger I mean, Things was there. It, and you're you, like, don't, you don't have to like really put this in, 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 in a Horror Nights perspective yeah. either. You could say this about like walking into a Harry movie, Potter um, land for the first time. Yes, I got yep, that, I got that Wars, same Nintendo. feeling. Got that same exact feeling when I walked into Hogsmeade for the first time Um, because, you know, we moved to Florida in 2018. I had never been to Universal after Harry Potter had become a thing. Um, Mm -hmm. I before before moving here, I had never been to Universal while that was, you know, an active part of the theme park. The last time I've been to the Universal, it was like 25 years ago. King Kong. Right. Jaws is still a ride and King Kong was still a ride. and Twister was still a ride. So. Um, it was probably even before the mummy opened, to be honest with mm-hmm. you. Um, but you know, that same feeling where you walk into there for the first time and you see this, you see the snow topped stores and you hear the music and you, you feel like you're entering the land of Harry Potter. It's the same idea with a house. None of it's not going to happen every year. Um, because this is the first time I've walked into a house and actually had that, that feeling, yeah. the feeling of, of wonder and feeling of like, Oh man, this is exactly what I wanted. Um, does it, I don't think it's ever. I don't think it's happened to me before at a, no. a Horror Nights event. I haven't been to too many of them. Yeah, but I feel like if they ever did like a Shining House again or something like that, that would be kind of yeah. the same feeling because it's like you said, it's like a property that I love dearly. Um, that I would die to have them actually do a house about it again. So it's kind of the same thing. Like you, you know, for anyone that had never done a Michael Myers house and you know got to do a Michael Michael Myers house for the first for the first time. Um, you you probably got that same feeling, but yeah, it's it's hard to quantify, it's hard to explain, but it's just just know you know it when it happens, um, and you know that just you know it it's something that you've been anticipating and looking forward to, and it didn't let you down because if it let you down, then you wouldn't get that feeling, and you'd feel almost disappointed. Um, you'd still be probably happy that you're experiencing it, but if it didn't meet your expectations, which this house needed to meet expectations. I mean, speaking for the two of us, I can tell everybody that I think that this had this had to at least meet expectations, if not blow them away, um, because we had put so much hype into it to begin yep. with. Yeah, this one couldn't miss. They weren't going to let it miss on an original property no, that they no, were they so in love have. with. But it's just it, it was everything you said. That's just what it was for us. So that's why it's. It's our number one moment of this past year. Wow. Big list. That was a good list. A great year. You know, on top of the 10 moments that we talked about, there have been plenty of other moments, whether it was just, you know, meeting people, saying hi. You know, there's a bunch of moments that come to mind throughout the past year. And it's just it was just really cool from speculation season all the way through. I mean, Shit, we got a lot done this year. We we yep. did a lot, and I can't wait to see what twenty twenty three brings for we're us. Here to do it again, so yeah, so I can't wait. We'll year. we'll see what happens this year. Um, I'm excited. I can't wait for this this next this next chapter. So I'm ready. Um, in regards to what comes next, I don't know. <laughs> this is our off season. We are winging it. We will do our best to to be be on top of things. But it's been a crazy whirlwind of a couple months. We will and be we're, we're getting back into it. Getting uh, getting episodes out once a week again. <laughs> yeah, we will. We will get back to our, our point. Really hard to yeah stay focused during the holidays, especially when it comes to having family in town and just being yep. poor. You know how that works. But, <laughs> just being um, angry, being angry because it's Christmas. But you know that's besides the point. <laughs> but yeah, so we'll 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 figure it out. 
This is dropping on Friday the thirteenth. Enjoy hey. Friday the thirteenth. Happy. Thank Friday you for sticking Happy with us through this little like. Yeah, thanks for sticking with us during this little up and down release release period. It happens yeah. every year. It's not going to change. Um, but we're we're we are ready and we're not going anywhere. So until next time, this is Nick and this is Seamus. Happy haunts. And again, I would just like to thank Vampire Stepdad for letting us use his music for our intro and outro music. So if you would, just go check him out, Spotify, Facebook. Again, that is Vampire Stepdad.